Yo. going on with your world stormy jay bragg the illustrious one the bandwagon radio in full swing you know how we do this thing man hit that bell subscribe so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where i myself sit down with artists across the globe give them a chance to open up about their music their artistry and of course you know we got to drop that hot new music before the end of the show today we got another special guest on the phone lines hailing all the way from howard county md yeah my man lord salsa is on the phone. Yo, lines. yo, yo. What's going on, Los Sosa? Hey, what's going on with it? Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Uh, Welcome. Howard County slash uh slash Super Maryland. <laughs> Super Maryland? Yeah, Super Maryland. That's what we call it out uh, <laughs> That's what's happening, man. We're going to talk about that a little bit, why they call it Super Maryland. We're going to get into that song, Blink. I had a chance to check it out. I'll let you introduce it a little later on. Plus, let's go ahead and start, man. Let's talk to my listeners a little bit about how you got involved in music and coming up right there in Super Maryland. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, world? It's Lil Sosa. Uh, we out here in Maryland, you know what I mean? Uh... Uh, I got started in music. Uh, I had actually ran into uh, Russ Parr's son, which he's like a he's like a big radio. Yeah. Um, he he a big radio guy out here. Mm-hmm. Very and, familiar uh, with Russ Parr. I'm in radio out here in Charlotte. You know that you that's like 101 radio 101. You got to know the it factors in the game. So yeah, definitely yeah, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the OG. Yeah, so I, I ran into him, and we uh you know he just got me into recording on his little computer. You know what I mean? Just like small time. Um, so I, I had did that and just freestyling. You know what I mean? I know a lot of folks can relate to uh the freestyle in the car when you tent with your boys, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh yeah, so pretty much just that and just being a big hip hop fan, you know, since a little boy I always just been hip, you know, to the music scene. Yeah. So you finally wanted to take it serious yourself and and, and try your hand at it on a professional level. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it really wasn't the main plan uh, coming up as a young man and everything. I had got into 
a, a lot of trouble and I had to slow down. I'm sure it's a lot of folks that can relate. Uh, it's a lot of young guys, you know what I mean, that, that uh, just get wild, you know. But after they sit you down a couple of times, you start to get, you know, wise up and slow down a little bit. So yes, the music and just my drive, like my hustle and everything, you know, just kind of drove me into this direction. And okay. people people got a, got a sight of it, you know, and then that's why I started taking it seriously. I'm like, all right, cool, we can move people with this music, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm in it for. That's what's up, man. So talk to us about, like, what do you appreciate and enjoy most about writing and creating music then? Man, from the beginning, it's always been just chasing my idols. You know, okay. I think the thing that kind of separate me from, you know, a lot of uh, folks that these labels are listening to and just people in general is, like, my competition. I like to keep my competition the people that I really listen to. So that's the, um, you know, Gucci Mane, Joe Gotti, uh, Travis Scott, uh, you know, a lot Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, all of these people that I actually listen to. And I, you know, I listen to their music on a daily basis and I, you know, I use it. Uh, uh, that's just that's just what I'm chasing is like I want to be able to give off that energy to, you know, folks that's listening, listening to the music. And I, I'm just chasing my, you know, that's my competition. Yeah. And I feel like that that's what kind of separated me from, uh, you know, other folks. You kind of hear it like it's just different. I'd be, I be trying, you know, really chase chase my competition. Yeah, you definitely got a, a, a different sound, a unique sound. So I, I hear that and I definitely hear the uh, uh, the aggression when it comes to like you want to be taken serious. I can I hear the passion, I should say, uh, that you want to be taken serious and, and with the way the record blank went um as a matter of fact i like to give feedback so let, let me give you a little bit of feedback what i thought about the record and then we'll, we'll finish up and get back into more um about you as an artist but i wanted to give a little feedback what i thought about the record um i do like the up-tempo feel of this record it was a smooth flow and delivery from you the different unique sound like i said it was some nice lyrics the flow the cadence the wordplay i thought was very clever um, I like the hook. I thought the, the, the hook was very catchy, and I can definitely hear people singing along with that hook um, because it's so creative and catchy. Um, I can hear it in, like, hip-hop radio. I can hear it in the clubs and, of course, mixtape uh, from the street angle as well. I think it has potential for a little bit of everything. I think it has a little bit of crossover potential as well for that radio, though. For sure. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. What, what, where did the idea for the record Blink come from? I love that you asked me this because I've been waiting to tell the word about this. Talk to us, talk to us. So I've been, I've been working on this album for about a year now. It started as a mixtape, you okay. know, and it started from beats that I had got off YouTube. I'm sure a lot of people could relate. You know, you go on YouTube and you yeah, go over yeah. a beat, but you can't say that thing because, nope. you know, it don't work <laughs> like that. You know, I start, I learned about the industry throughout this year. Okay. You know, I really learned about the industry. Uh, shout out to T Nice. That's his. That's his production. Um, he's a he's a he's a nice uh pr producer coming out of Canada. Um, so this was a remake of a song that I had previously made on a on a YouTube beat, and what it was is it it really was a drill song. You know, but when I when I got with the team, uh, you know, they was helping me. They was helping me trans, you know, transition that from something that we couldn't couldn't set, couldn't really use to something that we could use. And you know, it kind of when we was we was actually in the studio. Um, they told me, man, 
go ahead and, you know, broaden up the audience for us so we could, you know, we could work. And I'm like, all right, bet. So on the uh, on the actual hook where it says blink, you know, and then I, I added the, the part where, uh, you know, you'll hear it and it kind of turned it more into a strip club song. But if you really listen to the lyrics, it originally was a it was a drill song, so you can you can kind of hear it, but um you know that's like the fusion that you got with that song is I was trying to turn it from a drill song into a strip club song. Yeah, I definitely got the drill vibe from the record. I was going to ask you about that, like what made you you know choose that drill beat for the single. But now that makes sense now that you said you kind of wanted to convert it from the drill vibe to more of a strip club vibe. Right, right, right. Okay. That makes sense now. Now understanding, hearing the song, and then hearing you explain that, that makes even more sense to me, you know, hearing the drill beat in the background at first. I was like, oh, what is he going to do with this? You know, and I thought it was very creative what you did do with it. I thought it was different. Yeah, I took it away from that. The, you took it away from the normal drill. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to us about, you know, blending the two genres together. You know, I know that's very important to you. Uh, so uh, what we like to, what I like to think about is how how is this how is this track going to provide an experience, and who who exactly am I singing a song for? Yeah. And um, you know, I feel like the the drill area is is um I'm not gonna say oversaturated, but I I don't think that that's my my lane. You know, I was thinking with this, you know, making this into a career, I prefer to go into uh you know on a different path than that so I, I i just wanted to see you know how how many gears could we take it up you know could we could talk about i don't know if i could cuss on her but we could oh yeah you good bro about, oh for sure we could we could talk about street shit you know we could i, I like reflecting the street lifestyle and everything but it's like i i also want to be able to appeal to uh you know the rest of america you know what i mean so yeah. it's like I want to see if we could we could ref have this we could reflect the street style, and we could still do hip hop though, like you know, and and really you know give it your all as far as your writing and your delivery and everything, but try not to be so abstract, you know, when when you rapping, cause a lot of hip hop, you know, that I that I've been listening to, it don't really appeal that heavily to me or or street people, you know what I mean? Because it's just a little abstract. So I'm like. If I could, if I could reflect the street lifestyle and just stories and and, and experiences and a energy that I've been able to come across, if we could do that, but also make it so you could be, you know, some uh, uh some some lady that's about to go on a on, on go to the gym or something, and she want to get hyped, you know, she could cut that blink on, and that joint's gonna get you get you that vibe. You can still rock with it, but you know. So I basically wanted to kind of crossover in that, that type of sense. Okay. Now, talk to me about the name of the project itself, Borrowed Time. Um, why, why did you name the debut album Borrowed Time? I, I named it Borrowed Time because it's, it's kind of a, it's a reflection of the way that I view life now because uh, you know, just going through so many, going through certain things, and I'm sure some people can relate and some people can't. But it's just I, I look, I look at you know, waking up every day different than um, like younger folks 
or you know like people that haven't had uh you know their their time doing mm-hmm. in the street or you know their time just dealing with life in general you know it was just a lot of times that i felt like i i, I was surprised that i was waking up the next day whether it be yeah. from drugs or police or you know people you know people trying to do something to you yeah so the ball time thing is like I got to this point and I'm really just grateful that I'm able to uh show that I exist through my music. You know, this this music thing is powerful because it can really live on, you know, and being able to uh come out with this and having a back end to be able to make it make it the uh standard that I want, you know, and being able to just be blessed to be able to hustle a day and things starting to work out for me, you know. Um, and on the opposite opposite side of that is I got I got folks that that's no longer around, you know. I got brothers that's in prison that's gotten ten plus year sentences, mm. uh, twenty year plus sentences. Mm. I, I'm just I'm just grateful. You feel me that I could that I could be doing something positive right now. And, you know, not something, not something crazy or desperate yeah. and be able to really just live out this dream because, you know, it, it is a dream. And it's like at the same time, things are coming, coming together and people starting to recognize that this is something different, you know, and I'm just trying to bring it, bring it to them. Talking to my man, Lord Sosa, right now, Howard County, Maryland on the phone lines. Um Talking about, you know, streets and converting over now, being an artist and being thankful that you're here. Um, what advice would you have for others trying to convert over from the streets to the beats? Man, that's that's tough. That's that's a tough question to answer because everybody's story, everybody's situation is different. Mm. But a, a lot of a lot of folks that I'm seeing, um, you know, getting involved in things they shouldn't be. And you know, not just not using their patience. You know, you you start to see people do things and gaining criminal records. You know, or you know, getting into things that they 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 had no business doing. It's like, damn, you know, because you could have had, you know, if you would have just been a little bit more patient, or you know, if you just gave gave uh gave your hustle a little bit more chance, you might have. You might have been able to do something totally different, and um, you know. So my main advice is just be patient and and and, and follow successful people and see what they're doing. Mm. Man, Los Osa dropping jewels though, man. You know, you, you sound very knowledgeable. You know, converting over. You know, I I come from Charleston, South Carolina, personally, and I've seen a lot, done a lot myself. I'm that I'm not proud of. You know. Uh, someone who's converted himself as well into a professional. So, you know, I'm giving you kudos, brother. You know, applause, applause for, for, for the way you're thinking and your transition and your growth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Appreciate that. I, I got homies in Durham, too. Shout out, Durham. Yeah. NC, we here, baby. Yeah, shout out, Osin. <laughs> um, talk to us a little bit about some of those artists that ex- inspired you. Uh, you, you name dropped a couple of them earlier. Uh, what is it about some of those artists that inspire you in particular? Well, uh, for me in particular, is is something about music 
and I noticed this a lot when I was younger is it's moments sometimes in music this that's so great that it that I like get it gave me goosebumps. You know, and that's like the type of feeling that I chase in my music. It's, I think it started with Lil Wayne, mm. Carter Three. Carter Three came out, and he was talking about Katrina, and I was like, okay, I, I never, you know, I never been able to relate to music to where I'm like, okay, this is this is something that's really impacting me, you know, and then making me feel something. So I'll say, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, Yo Gotti is a big 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 guy with me um yeah i fuck with yo got it <laughs> yeah your boy yo got yeah, it yeah yo got <laughs> it uh gucci man uh Go and then up. on the flip side of that you know travis scott kanye west yeah, talk to um, me about those artists. What? How do they influence you? Because you you're, now you're, you're you're talking about artists that are very well versed when it comes to being creative and in 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 breaking a barrier. Uh, Travis Scott, Kanye West, they're broken barriers musically. Um, talk to us about what what that does to you as an artist to to be inspired by such creatives as those type of artists. Like, you know what it really did. Uh, listening to those type of artists, it made me curious. How is it that they're able to, they're able to give, they're they're able to put out that type of energy, you know, through through the production and the composure. Mm -hmm. I, I start really paying attention, uh, like, you know, to the mechanics of what they doing. Yeah. And when I noticed that it's something that that's in my reach, that's what really inspired me. Is just that curiosity. Is like, okay, if I get behind these piano keys. I could I could hit these chords and I could I could do these uh, certain technical things and let it come together and it, and 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 now I'm feeling like I'm on a I'm on a path where I could really control I could control uh, energy you know through the music and through the composure and the production like on the on the back end not just as an artist speaking lyrically but it's like how can I how can I push that energy um, and it's not just them type of artists i like SZA and i like uh rihanna okay. um i like drake it's just the curiosity of how is it that they they able to uh not only just be vocal artists but be able to mess with the production so well and like and and and, and cause that that type of reaction in people yeah specifically yeah. with me um one of them was uh drugs you should try by travis scott mm. Um, very creative. Supermodels by Scissor, you know. Yep. It, it's uh, it's just songs, songs like that. They're just really uh, I like uh, Wale too. Yeah, Wale's just, dope. Those yeah, those people that can inspire those types of uh, you know, just that type of reaction mm -hmm. is just crazy to me. Uh, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar is a huge one. Mm -hmm. Uh, swimming pools, Vanity Slaves too. Yeah. yeah. Um, just. I like to call them crack songs, like, because you got to keep running them back. They yeah. give you that feeling, <laughs> back you know? To back to back to back, yeah. Yeah, music, music heads are relate. Like, them songs that you're running back to back, that's what I'm, that's what I'm chasing. That's what I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to sell. Got you. You know, I, I can relate to the crack music thing that uh, Yo Gotti got going on. Like, I'm chasing the same thing, and I'm trying to apply my hustle the same way. I think it was very uh, important what you said, you know, that those artists that you named, the very creative ones, uh, how they are able to even 
have between themselves and their producers and the engineers have the the beat kind of compatible to them you know how it, how it kind of makes a whole song when Kanye does his part but then the production part like you say he plays with it and tweaks it enough to complement his lyrical part you know yeah yeah definitely and uh it, to me it, it it's it's uh it makes me envious you know cuz like i i wish i had that that type of production power you know cuz i i know they got the they got the money to spend not only on production but you know it's also the time and the the pressure that's being applied on you when you make when you when you uh in your creative space yeah. but yeah like that 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 envy is kind of like you know it's furious with me because it's like i want to <laughs> learn like how how is it that y'all doing it i know it's not magic you know i can make it happen too so i i just apply my hustle in that area and i, I think about these type of things all day and i listen to music all day long well, I definitely can tell you study the craft, the way you're breaking down artist by artist and the the, the genres uh, of artists that you've named already. I definitely can tell you study music, too, that you listen to it. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's the advice I give to to all the uh, artists that ask me for, you know, for uh, tips or, you know, just help on certain things is you got to know who your competition is. So you know, you know where you, where you trying to go to. You got you got to understand who's around you. You you still gonna come with an original sound because it's you, but pay attention to your competition because if you don't if if you don't uh if you don't have any light you know in the dark then it's like you're not gonna know where you're going. So I tell all my young artists, pay, who is your competition? You know, is your is your music better than theirs? And if not, then you're not done hustling. Yeah, back to the drawing board, right? Yeah. I can dig that. I think that's very important, too, is to be competitive. I don't think there's anything wrong with healthy competition. You know, it's not like, you know, you want to go out and, and cause harm. But like you said, they inspire you enough to where you're like, look, I, I got to make a song or songs or album or project that's going to match this person's. To have that, that, that standard, you already kind of got a standard of where you're trying to go. That's, that's it. I can respect that. That's that. it. That's somebody with a plan, man. For sure. Los Soso on the phone lines right now. Howard County, Maryland. Talk to me about that Super Maryland. What's up with Super Maryland? Why why it's so juiced up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Baltimore, you know. It, it, you got Baltimore City, and then you got the surrounding counties. That's that's what, uh, you know, the D.C. guys like to call Super Maryland, and we it, it's just kind of catchy, you know. <laughs> so it's just like uh, when people people get the DMV a little confused, I think, because what the DMV really is is DC and the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not really Baltimore and the surrounding areas, and that yeah. and, and that that part of town. So we in, we up in Super Maryland. We got we got uh you know Maryland, Baltimore, and then you got. D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, but just right, right on the outside, you know, of the of of that city. Yeah, I, I had the chance to learn Maryland back when I was like eighteen. Uh, not not necessarily the best of experiences, but it was definitely an experience I learned from. Uh, my first time, my pops was living in uh, Laurel. Uh, Maryland. Oh, look, I'm in Laurel right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, rest in, in peace right to my now. pops. Rest in peace, pops. He, 
Uh, used to live in uh, Laurel, Maryland. Yep. Um, PC County, uh, PG, excuse me, PG County. That was my first yeah, time ever being PG arrested <laughs> in life. My first yeah, time ever. Hey, you don't want to run from him. No. Man, I heard about PG. Brother, listen. Listen to me when I tell you I'm from, I'm a Carolina boy. I was up there 18 years old doing what I do best. I got caught up. Them boys, I heard them boys PG don't play, and I and I found out PG County do not play. <laughs> I found nah. that out quick nah. and early in a hurry. No, nah, shouts out to Maryland, though, man. I spent a lot of time up there in Laurel. Shouts out to Maryland, man. The whole DMV, the whole, like you said, everything's connected. Yeah, for sure. That's what's for up, sure. man. Um, let me ask you a question. What what does your uh, recording process look like? I know it's a little different now. It might be a little different because of COVID, but what what was your normal recording process like? So I I I, I really tried to uh to do to do punching and to do uh freestyles, which I, I, I did get away with most of the time, but it really it really wasn't hitting the uh you know the the mark where I wanted to hit them jumps. Um, so I really just once I once I did get uh, an important piece of production, I I really just write, um, which could take between you know if I'm doing like a feature, it could be twenty thirty five minutes. But I, I've I've sat and written songs for like th- three to four hours. The longest was probably four hours um, that I've sat down and just gone, you know, bar for bar. I, I'll start from the beginning and go to the last bar until I chip away, you know, at a song. Uh, so it could get, you know, it could get cruddy sometimes, but that's that's the that's the part that a lot of folks not willing to do, you know. So that's what I that's what I really try to uh, sharpen my knife at is when I'm sitting down and just writing. It's like, you know, I want everything to be pitch perfect, so I could uh, focus on the melody and the energy of the song when I actually get into the into the booth. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now. From an artist standpoint, what would you say is your ultimate goal in the music industry? What do you really want to accomplish? What's what's that dream? What's that goal? Man, I want to be like uh, I want to be like P Diddy. <laughs> I want I want to be like Jay Z. I want to be you know I want I want folks to look at me like you know that's the that's the young Jay Z right there. You got to watch out for young boy. Yeah. You know I want uh I want you know. T- do as much as I can as an artist, but really just make sure I take care of business as well because this is a business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely, I definitely want that in, in a business standpoint. But at the same time, you know, I, I just I, I want folks to be able to vibe to my music, and I, I want to try to reach as many artists as possible without becoming phony or or commercialized or or uh you know, desperate when I'm making music. I just want it to be just fun. Well, you know, throughout my whole career, like I just want want it to be fun and just make good music and make good things happen for people. So what's coming up? What's on the verge for Los Sosa? What should our listeners be looking out for? Oh well, uh Ball Time is coming out sometime before February first. So within the next couple of weeks, Bar Time will be coming out. Uh, so make sure you uh, go check that out. It will be on all platforms, and it will be something you don't want to miss, especially as a as a breakout artist and as a breakout project. 
I think it'd be something that even as I go through my projects, people going go back to, and I, I think they still going to enjoy that jump. I think it'll last through time. Um, I just dropped my first song in Spanish. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and I got I got crazy feedback from that. I, I really didn't want to jump into that because. I wasn't trying to show all my cards right now, but it, it is 2020 and it is COVID-19 right now. So the the pressure is, you know, the pressure is there right now. And I'm, I'm always trying, I'm always trying to hit the mark on everything. So they asked me for the song in Spanish and I told them, man, I'm going to give it to you. Like nobody's, like nobody's heard before. Like, cause Spanish was like when it wasn't my first language, but it was pretty much my first since it was, the same time I was learning learning English, I was learning Spanish. Right. Um, and when I write in Spanish, it, it sounds the same as when I write in English. So I apply the same the same kind of energy, but my competition changed yeah. from the the the, the Yo Gotti's and and Lil Dirt and and, and uh, Drake and everybody to switch over to J Balvin, uh, Bad Bunny. Okay. You know, I, I start yes. I start paying attention to that music and I see how how it moves people and I. I could do the same thing except it's gonna sound like it's coming from you know it's, it's, it's a street guy from from around Maryland. You'll be you'll be able to tell that it's that it's uh, not fully a Spanish guy, but it's also hard. It's hard, mm. but it's like it's hitting a different type of mark. It's more of a uh, I'm speaking more to the ladies on that joint, and uh, you know it's more of a dance type song. Yeah. Which once you hear that album, you're gonna be like. What the fuck? Like this shit is totally different. So you it's got totally that crossover different. vibe. You're gonna be able to tag a different audience with that, of course. For sure, yeah. And I ain't wanna leave. I ain't wanna leave with that move because I want. I want. You know, I want folks to take me serious. And and this this genre, you know, that I'm at with hip hop and trap music and right. and everything that come with that. So you know, but I I don't think it's gonna. I don't think neither's gonna be in the way you know it'll it'll be just for you or it's not for you yeah that's just that's that bonus right there that's just that extra for sure yeah yeah because you you gotta be extra in 2020 it's hey it's a lot of guys rapping out here right now yeah it's a lot going on man especially yeah just breaking that barrier 2020 into 2021 now yeah it's a lot going on a lot of people had a lot of time to sit back and just be creative and now's the time to just release and put things out Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to let you introduce the single in just a moment. Before I do that, though, go ahead and give out your social media to my listeners so they can follow. Oh, yeah. Uh, For sure. Follow me on Twitter at LowellSosa3. Follow me on Instagram at OfficialLowellSosa. And those are the main ones, man. There it is. There it is. LowellSosa on the phone lines right now. Go ahead and introduce the new record for the people, fam. Yeah, this is my new single, Blank. Out on all platforms, this Lil Sosa. That's right, man. You're hearing it first right here on the bandwagon radio. Turn it up. Let's go. You catch me without this pipe, then you gon' be a rich man. Posse plotting on the team, I might cut off your fucking hands. Had to recount it again, cause I was off So many pills go through my hands, I started weighing them by the ground. Don't put dogs up on my ground, cause I can't do no cage again. Man, cause I just came up off of one of my dumb plans. Bought a bag of rubber bands, finna bust some open for a dance. Bought some laser for my Glock, finna play free tag with some man. Blank, I'ma throw a couple of these honey shades nice. We see some parlors in the building, get a bag Blink, 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 blink. Clap your words Yeah, my pack 
feds outside my door, I do not fold, I'm not no hope. I don't put in my nose, I move that dough like future road. I hope they gotta forgive my soul. I keep my glick on the inside pocket of my newest marker coat. I keep my dick rubbing up my dance. The inside of these bitches dope. I don't around with a lot of folk. Couldn't be on the low. I put out a little couple thousand. So I take photos on the phone. I'm really worried about y'all niggas. Y'all be down to be in my zone. Blank, I'ma throw a couple of these honey shades and mags. Blank, we see some parlors in the building. Get a bag. Blank, 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 blank. Blink, 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 blink,